As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene, was good? But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A note to the listener. The following story contains some adult content and language. Ice. White ice. Like a winding sheet sheathing each smoke-grimed wall. Ice on the stovepipe. Ice on the bed. Ice gleaming over all. Sparkling ice on the dead man's chest. Glittering ice in his hair. Ice on his fingers, ice in his heart, ice in his glassy stare. Hi, this is Beth Turner. Beth, hey, it's uh, it's Oscar Simons. Oh, hey, Oscar, how are you? Good, good. Do you have a few minutes? Yeah, of course. Uh, just to let you know, I'm recording the conversation. That's okay. <laughs> I have nothing to hide. How's the listening party going? Uh, it's going well. Uh, certainly no lack of material. Sorry. Yeah, don't be, don't be. Are you kidding me? It's totally worth it. I can sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> What's up? Uh, you said you found a bunch of photographs of Hanks, right? A lot, yeah. Each case file had corresponding photos. Unfortunately, not in the angel box, though. Oh, no, no, I, that's okay. I didn't think that there would be. Question. Uh, this may sound strange. Were there, uh, any that were separated, any that stood out? Yeah, there's a separate envelope that has a bunch of old photos. No one in them, though, and a few of them are a little disturbing. They wouldn't happen to be of a bunch of rooms, would they? Some. Yeah, that's... Yeah, they're, they're just interiors. How did you know that? Just a hunch. Uh, I think I may need to come take a look at them, if that's okay. Why don't I send them to you? Oh, no, 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 you don't have to do that. No, it's, it's silly for you to fly all the way up to Seattle for an envelope full of snapshots. Okay. Yeah, uh, I can give you our corporate account, then you can you can ship them overnight. Uh, that way they'll be insured. I'm not worried about it. No, but I am. Fair enough. I'll email you all the info as soon as we get off. Okay, I can drive over there later today and get them out to you. Thank you, thank you. Um, oh, uh, please give my best to Phyllis. I will. Hey, did my grandfather actually solve this thing? Mm, I don't know. I don't know yet. 
I'm hoping those, those pictures help answer the question. From Vox Populi and the Los Angeles Herald, this is The Angel of Vine. As it turns out, if you're in the Los Angeles area, you can take a guided tour of Leonard Shaw's famed nine-acre Bel Air estate. I know this because I recently went on the tour. In his will, Shaw left his estate to the Historical Society so that every inch of the house, including the grounds, would be preserved exactly as he left them. It wasn't something I would have done before we embarked on this little journey together, by the way. Not because I don't find Hollywood history interesting, I do, um... But because Leonard Shaw was never relevant to anything I'd been working on. And more candidly, why would I care to see the surroundings of an uber-wealthy tyrant known for decades of bullying and abuse? So then why did I go? I went because the next tape threw every idiom I could imagine at me. It all starts to go off the rails. Things begin to unravel. And Hank flies off the handle. Are you ready? Because once it derails, it doesn't get back on track. Hank decided to break in and go on his own private tour of Shaw's estate. Yeah. Yeah, he broke in. And when I realized where he was, I thought, what the hell is he doing? This guy was a cop. He's got to be smarter than this. I understand that whole desperate times call for desperate measures impulse, but trespassing couldn't have been Hank's only option. It couldn't have been, right? But either way, my speculation is irrelevant because it was the option he chose. As I listened, I had no idea where he was in regards to the house. I didn't know how to place him on the grounds. So, of course, I turned to the internet for maybe an aerial shot of the property to get an idea. And I did find a photo, and it is enormous. And that's when I also found the tour info. The day that I went, I brought the recording with me to see if I could retrace Hank's steps and figure out why it took him 22 minutes to get to the pool house. I will try to guide you as best as I can. When you first enter the front gate, there's a glaring security flaw. That is, if you're looking for it like I was. The generator that powers the driveway lights is directly inside the outer wall. It creates a halfway point in what would be a potentially leg-breaking jump. The driveway is at least 50 yards from the gate to the turnaround at the entrance to the main house. The front doors are large and heavy, so not a lock that could be picked silently. I don't know why you thought it'd be that easy. To the left of the house is a wrought iron gate onto the grounds, but it's surrounded by topiaries. no one would be able to get over or through without a chainsaw or a welding torch. Two tools seldom associated with stealth. 
To the right is a four-car garage with a side door that connects to the mudroom of the house. There are only two ways out of the house and onto the back of the property. One is through the double doors at the very end of the dining room, which lets out directly underneath the balcony of Shaw's master suite. It's a stone patio that leads to a great lawn where there is absolutely no cover. The only other possibility is through the kitchen, which lets out on the side of the house beside a row of trees where the trash bins would have been kept. The path from the kitchen winds around the side and under a trellis to the rose garden. Now, from the garden, you have two choices. Left to the tennis courts, plural, or right down a winding stone staircase to a landing that serves as a lounge. From here, you have the vantage point of both the courts to the left or to the right at the bottom of another staircase, the pool. The amount of space, not to mention the grandiosity of luxury, when I surveyed it from the landing, I admit, I admit to thinking, what an incredible house to host a party. <laughs> if not for its host, that is. The pool is huge, country club huge. The left side is lined with yellow and white striped deck chairs and umbrellas, like the ones at the Parker in Palm Springs. The right side has a 12-foot bar next to a hot tub and a cabana with two separate shower rooms. The cabana is not the pool house. The cabana is just the cabana. At the far end of the pool, there is a path which leads through a set of spruce trees to an impressive single-story structure with a concrete spire. It looks like a Frank Lloyd Wright, cold, imposing, cryptic. Almost as if it overlooks the house, instead of the other way around. This is the pool house. I wanted to peek inside. So much more so than anything else on the tour, and for obvious reasons that you're about to hear. But we didn't have access to anything beyond the pool deck. So I was left to my imagination. The entire pool area, including the path to the pool house, the entire area is out in the open, which Hank seemed to forget momentarily. Jesus, the heating bill alone. I don't know if he wanted to be seen. I don't know if he cared. I don't know what he was thinking. From this point forward, I was flying just as blind as you are. And... I'm in, you son of a bitch. Never did give me that second scotch.
Claro. Drape a long cord around the back of the neck, between the thighs up to the wrists. Pull as tight as you can on each wrist separately. The more the captive struggles, the tighter it will become. What did they do to you? Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... 
We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, we'll boot it. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Gene. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The drive is an erratic 20 minutes where Hank doesn't say much. But when he does, he sounds like he's completely lost his mind. He repeats, I don't understand. He beats on the steering wheel and yells out the window as he speeds past the only other car on the road at that hour. I think he's lucky he didn't get shot when he arrived at Ed's house. Oh, come on, goddammit! I'm an LAPD officer and I have a loaded weapon. Back away from the door! Open up! Back away from the door! And open up! Hank? Hank? It's the middle of the goddamn night. Open up! Are you out of your mind? What are you doing? I was ready to shoot you, man. It's Hank, Dottie. It's just Hank. Scared me half to death. Sorry, Dottie. Sorry, Ed. I'm. I'm. You don't look so good, Hank. Now sit down before you fall down. What's got you so bothered? Ah, yes, partner talk. I get it. I don't want you to have to hear this, Dottie. You don't have to explain yourself to me, Hank. How about I put on some coffee? You don't have to do that. It's no bother at all. 
You have that not going anywhere anytime soon look about you, Hank. I'll go put the coffee on and then I'm going back to bed. You fellas are on your own after that. Thank you, honey. Good night, gentlemen. Where did you come from? Shit, I forgot to stop the tape. Man. Doesn't make any sense. You don't have to understand. What good is this to you? My brain's not working right. I, I feel scattered and I don't want to forget anything. Just, just listen to me, okay? Hear me out. Call it whatever the hell you want, but I need to record it so I won't forget it. Hank. Ed, please, just, just forget we're recording and just, just ask me questions, please. All right. All right. No sense. Ed. I said all right. Where the hell were you tonight? I was at Leonard Shaw's estate in Bel Air. Why were you there? I think that he and his doctor, Adler Harrison, are responsible for the disappearance and murder of Marlene Murray Evans. Adler Harrison was already cleared. Can everyone just stop saying that already? For Christ's sakes, I know he was cleared. I know that. Then what makes you think otherwise? The pool house. What pool house? What are you talking about? I found... What? What did you find, Hank? I don't know what they did in there. It looked like... It's simple enough when you walk in. There's a couple of couches, a bar, a pool table, there's a coat rack. I had a drink. And then what? I opened the closet next to the coat rack and there were... I don't know, what do you call them? Like, a, you know, the, the, the feather neck boas. There the, the were, the were feather boas. Boas? And I got that feeling, right? Okay? That, I got that feeling. From the boas? No, 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 not from the boas, but be, because they didn't... There was... Something wasn't right. I, I don't know. I, I, I got that feeling. Nothing made sense all of a sudden, and I didn't want it to make sense. Hank. I took out another... I, I took another snapshot. How many pictures did you take? I got as much as I could with my flashlight. Hank, did Shaw know you were in there? Just listen. So there's a long hallway leading from the club room. There's doors on either side of this hallway. Rooms all, all the way to a door at the other end. But, but, but they were all closed. And I, and I thought, I thought, why are they all closed? It wasn't right. So I opened the first door on the left. Look, I've never seen this stuff before. I'm not following you, Hank. There are hooks on the wall, and there are masks, and, and there's, there's ropes and, and chains. For what? They, 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 they tied them to a board. There were scratch marks, and there was this, this like garden hose with a, a Trojan tied around one, one a and they, they, they tied them to a board. It sounds like they're into kink, Hank. Screw kink. I don't care if they're kinky. Their playtime's none of my business, but it, it doesn't stop there, Ed. This was only the first room. Now, the next door was to a closet, and it was locked. Why? So I jimmied it open. You can't be doing that. Ed, please. I don't have another tape on me, and, and this one's almost done. I, I jimmied it open, and there was, a, there was a camera, a camera on a tripod pointing through a cutout in the wall. But on the other side, it's not a cutout. It's a mirror. For a start, Shaw's making pornography, and, and I don't think the girls knew it. They didn't know they were being recorded, Ed. There's all kind of costumes and, and, and fancy unmentionables. The layout of this room was different. Like like a movie set. There's furniture. There, there was more equipment in there. It's not a bat. It, it's it's like, a, like a like a bat handle with, with a 
flat end, but, but there were rubber tubes and syringes and photographs of naked women bound and gagged. There's one with an audience. People watch whatever was done to her. It's the privacy of his own home, Hank. We may not agree with it, but it's his home. There was a projector, Ed. I watched. I turned it on and there was a woman. I, I don't know who she was, but she wasn't conscious, Ed. And there were... She wasn't conscious. She didn't know what they were doing. And on the wall, there were instructions. What kind of instructions? So that they can't escape. So they can't escape out of time. And they must have taken him in the room. And then they must have taken him into that room at the end of the hall. When the party ended, when the watchers and the ones participating, when they left, that's when they took her into that room at the end of the hall. He took her into that room. Who? Adler. That's, that's his prescription pad, Ed. His name's right there on the top. It's his room. He's the doctor. He took her into that room. Maybe with Shaw, I don't know, but, but definitely Adler. What was in the room? The door. The door. Like, like going into a meat locker. The temperature is low. First thing I noticed was how cold it was to, to, the, to the bone. In pitch black, it's an operating room. They set up a goddamn operating room. Gauze, bandages, tourniquets, hypodermic syringes, surgical supplies, and, and there was pentobarbital, secobarbital. These were the drugs that were in Marlene. These were the drugs that were in Marlene, Ed. Bottles of them. They must have kept her in there. They must have. There's a bed, a, a metal bed, and there are restraints from a hospital ward. And on the other side of that room, there's a metal table with one of those, those operating room lights. And there's so many machines. Machines? But two of them. Machines? What kind of machines, Hank? God, there's so much blood. What? Sheets and rags soaked in blood. It wasn't just Marlene, Ed. They didn't stop at Marlene, Ed. Adler's killing women in that house. He killed her in that house, and he drained her body of its blood on the table in that room. Hey, you can't... I was there. Calm down. He drained her, and then he cleaned her, and then he cut her up in that room. Shh! Hey, please, Dottie. Adler Harrison killed Marlene Marie Evans in that room, goddammit, and that bastard Leonard Shaw helped him cover it all up. He covered it all up. If Hank was right, then how many potential victims are we talking about here? How many more women before and after Marlene? He was smart to turn to Ed. With Ed and the LAPD involved, it would be much easier. With their help, it would only be a matter of time before Hank could close the case up tight, collect the rest of his money, and return to some semblance of a normal life. Everything wrapped up in a nice little bow. But let's be honest. Nothing is ever that easy. The Angel of Vine is a podcast produced by Vox Populi on behalf of the Los Angeles Herald. Thank you for listening to The Angel of Vine. If you'd like to support us, please leave us a review and tell your friends to subscribe. The Angel of Vine is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and all major podcast apps. If you can't wait for the next episode of The Angel of Vine, episodes 9 and 10 are available right now exclusively on Stitcher Premium, as well as Angel of Vine bonus episodes, extended episodes, and ad-free episodes. Go to stitcherpremium.com angel and use promo code angel to get your first month of Stitcher Premium free. The Angel of Vine is directed by E. Ryan Martz, written by Oliver Vaquer. 
Story by E. Ryan Martz, Jason Zumwalt, and Oliver Vaquer. Sound design by Joel Robbie and Andrew Vernon. Produced by Vox Populi in association with Forever Dog Podcast Network. This episode's performance is by Joe Manganello, Camilla Luddington, Mike Coulter, Cree Summer, and Oliver Vaquer. Angel Eyes is performed by Desi Dennis Dillon. Piano and arrangement by James Harper. Composed by Matt Dennis. Lyrics by Earl Brent. From downtown Los Angeles, this has been The Angel of Vine. You'll hear more from us soon. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really needs your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene! Run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.